Lessons Learned in 80 Years I will celebrate my 80th birthday in less than a month. While my personal inclination would be to let the occasion slip by unnoticed, the precedent set by Swami Kriyananda impels us to honor the event with a celebration. He understood that these occasions are wonderful opportunities to knit our worldwide family together. I thought it appropriate to share a few significant lessons I've learned over the years. Perseverance. I read Autobiography of a Yogi and subsequently met Swami Kriyananda when I was 23 years old, an age that holds an important astrological significance. It is a time when many people find their life direction. Once I became a disciple, a divine grace descended upon me. A certain spiritual stubbornness made its presence known, likely a carryover of a past life tendency. So long as I was willing to cultivate the necessary self-discipline and persevere, life's events began to unfold as if propelled by an unseen force. For me, this dogged persistence has probably been the most important quality of all, enabling further spiritual development to follow in its own karmic time. Willingness The first album of Swami Kriyananda's music was titled Say Yes to Life. Whenever something was asked of me, I had the good sense to say yes. This started from the very moment I met Swamiji and has persisted through all these 57 years of discipleship. Saying yes has led Devi, our son, and me on a global journey, placed us in many different roles, and given us a life we could never have dreamed of on our own. Every day, God subtly asks something of each of us. If what is asked seems pleasing, it means that it aligns with our previously developed inclinations and tendencies. If it seems uncomfortable, then it is likely meant for our growth. In either case, quoting Gyanamata, Master's most advanced woman disciple, our job is to say yes and make it snappy. Perseverance and willingness can be considered the bedrock of a spiritual life. Everything that follows will be built on top of these two, and without them, little else can be achieved. Discipleship. When we open our hearts to the Guru, he will accept responsibility for guiding our lives. Our main job then becomes to earnestly follow his guidance. In the early days of my discipleship, I harbored the illusion that I was in charge, much like a rider directing his horse with the reins. Soon, however, I began to feel that the horse of my life was a wild stallion, and all that I could do was to hope to nudge him in my chosen direction. Eventually, even that semblance of control evaporated. 
I felt as though I was strapped to the back of an elephant who marched wherever he wanted. Fortunately, in my case, the elephant was Swami Kriyananda and the driver was Yogananda. My job became quite simple. Say yes to what was asked and stick with the job until it was finished. I'm still working on this lesson. And finally, the power of Guru buys. I'm not sure that I would have gotten nearly as far without the constant support and inspiration from my circle of friends and Guru buys. They've lifted me up during my moments of discouragement. They've worked beside me as we built Ananda together. And they've been beautiful models of the shining attitudes needed for the journey of life. Besides that, they've made this 80-year trip fun. Last night, I had a curious experience. Throughout the night, as I arose from sleep to a semi-conscious state, the song Keep Calling Him spontaneously played in my mind. This inspired song, written by a young devotee in the early years of Ananda, is based on a poem by Yogananda. There's a link so you can hear it uh, sung. But here are the words that kept bubbling up from my slumber. Keep calling him. Keep calling him. Whether he replies or not, keep calling him. In the temple of unceasing prayer, believe that he's approaching there. And call to him. Keep calling him. It is a lovely summation of my 80 years on this planet. In gratitude, Nayaswami Jyotish. So as I approach my 80th birthday, it is to a certain extent a time to reminisce a little bit. But more importantly, to look back on the valuable lessons of this incarnation. I'm not feeling that the incarnation is imminently at its end. I think there will be more lessons coming and more growth to be made. But nonetheless, the vast majority of my time on earth has passed. And so the lessons that I've learned are those that I'm going to take with me into my uh, afterlife. And if I need to reincarnate again, then into my next reincarnation. Like many other devotees, I'm hoping to leave this life with freedom from the ego. If I can overcome the final tendencies and final I don't know, habits and draws of ego consciousness and exit from this incarnation with a sense of true freedom, then perhaps, hopefully, I won't be compelled to incarnate. Swami Kriyananda, toward the end of his life, often said, I don't want to come back to this earth again. I've Basically, I've had it with this world. Uh, 
But then in the last year or two, he, like Master, began to say, well, I suppose I'll have to reincarnate again. I just feel such a desire to help those who are struggling to find God and to find freedom. I think that desire is going to pull me back again. Well, maybe the same will happen in my case, maybe not. But the main point is that lifetime by lifetime, we learn those lessons that ultimately lead us toward freedom from ego, freedom at least from the desire to be in a body with the consciousness of separation from the whole. As the great masters who come back know that they can be in a body and yet hold on to the consciousness that they are not the ego that's inhabiting that body. They are simply the divine that is in that body. And any soul that is free from the vestiges of ego or the desire for separation from the whole can hold that consciousness. Uh, The great saints do that. Um, Others, uh, Swami has explained, even once we achieve freedom, from ego, we have to go back and release those memories, those soul memories of adventures or desires or things we did or things we didn't do, any any desires or regrets that were there from past lives. We have to go and release those. But it's done as a free soul, and it's only a kind of a process to finish off, as Anandamoy Ma explained. It's as if the uh, power cord of a fan has been pulled. And yes, the blade spins a little bit, but then ultimately it will end. And so I hope that um, this incarnation results in that. If not, I hope that the lessons that I've learned in this life, will move me ahead until inevitably, ultimately, that freedom does arrive. God bless you all. Keep calling him, keep calling temple of unceasing prayer believe that he's approaching there and call to him keep calling him thou dost know Speak not, nor ask when 
Stop. 